2: back to babysitting trevor the pandemic years it's like, yeah. this, it's like a sort of weird series of a you know like a show the college of...
3: years like the college years of saved by the bell which yeah. is nothing to trev um which actually in a way i thought um was quite it kind of gone on a notch you lost a couple of uh, the key characters but yeah i still enjoyed it <laughs> it's good to know there you go, um, <laughs> and then this, in, in this version it's just uh trevor f- three different times
2: trev's in his flat i'm in my flat you're in
3: your flat but all in different countries do you know what i was do you know i was thinking i was walking my dog before doing this and i was thinking trev's in his flat that he got for free Carl's in a flat where he's convinced the landlords uh, to run off to a monastery for five years, Benny Boo, and then basically get a very discounted, nice flat. I'm the only one here who's paying the correct rate for my flat. I will say, not as good as you guys, I get on very well with the landlord and he's never up my rent when he has with other people. So I think we've learned here, guys, if you're part of this podcast, you're not paying full price for a flat.
2: (laughs) What we've learned is... Oh, go on. yeah that was when you learned the skill of manipulating people out of properties well (laughs) that's when when somebody that's when you open up the secret to stealing houses (laughs) so trev you're in sydney last time we spoke you're in adelaide how was it like being back in sydney
4: Sydney was, um, I mean, Julia hated it. Julia fucking hates Sydney. You know, she sort of, uh, she could no frenzy. friends here. I'm very unsociable. Motaz is the only friend I've got, really. Uh, for this, I, for I listeners,
2: Motaz is the guy who had to set up uh, Trev's mic. Yeah, yeah that's right. you basically got helpers in every city in the world. Wherever you go, you yes. still, you'll always <laughs> ship someone in to do your hard work for you. Yeah,
3: You I shine, do. I've got... shine a, a, a tea <laughs> into the sky and someone comes to help <laughs>
1: It's a
4: vulnerability. I look very vulnerable, like I need to be helped. I know. And, uh, and somehow not kind people go, oh, I better help Trev. He's, uh, he's a lost soul. Yeah. And there's a lot of, um, I must I must admit, I, I totally depend on other people.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's nice you I finally do. admitted it to yourself.
4: I am, I'm a, a true parasite. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: Yeah. <A> true <sighs> parasite. Um, parasite. How long have you been back there? A month? Oh, longer than that. I, I think I've really. been back.
3: I've been back about 10 weeks, nine oh, weeks, or something. Bloody hell. Yeah, how many times have you left your flat? Uh,
4: not very much. I, I went last week, I left the flat, I went two or three days without leaving it whatsoever.
2: Really,
3: hmm. this isn't lockdown based, this is just Trev normal yeah. based, isn't it? You, yeah, that's you, you, my... you were the OG of lockdown, which is where yeah, you just yeah. never left this your is, flat anyway. <laughs> this is my
4: natural state is fucking lockdown, you know what I mean? It's um. Because I can't be fucked leaving the leaving it. I've got all the uh, I've got food in the fridge, and I've got beer, and I've got the internet, and I've got the television, and a heater and an air conditioner. And I go, why should I? There's no need to leave, really. Uh, I I go to the park. I went to the park today. Yeah, I did some chin ups and uh, a few dips, and I went for a bit of a walk. But otherwise, I I wouldn't fucking leave it. No, no, uh, no advantage.
2: It's not it's a no, lovely, it's, lovely message there for our listeners.
3: Um, I can't help but notice, Trevor, you've got a pen and some paper, which is uh, is that to do Is that? You pre- have you prepared for the podcast? Well,
4: no, yeah, but Julia said, you know, she likes babysitting forever, but she said if you put some work into it, it might be might actually be better.
3: <laughs> is this are you nice. just doing this to prove a thing? Have you even I'd written a yeah. thing on the paper? I understand
2: only... what Julia is saying, but I also think weirdly, our listeners. I think what that what attracts them to the podcast is your lack of effort. I think. Yeah, that's right. Your your, your charm is your um, your ability to sort of work your way through life with, without putting. That's not effort much effort.
4: That, I've worked out the wordage is about thirty eight words. <laughs> what is no,
3: much, what like is the uh, what's what? Give me give me a couple of words on there and tell us what's on there. Tell us what's
4: tell you got us on there. Uh, um, one is a skid mark on the sofa. That happened just recently. Fucking. Is it a recent uh, one? Because you've had that before. Well,
3: you, okay. You've no, yeah, no.
4: Then. I found today a skid mark on the sofa. Oh no! <laughs> oh, skid mark. Jesus, it could have been. I mean, it might be an old one. Julie
2: could have left it, but I don't think it's. Uh, I, I doubt that of the two of you. I think we know who did it. Well, Come yeah. on. If you were asked what, me to bet a
3: hundred pounds,
2: because what are... Yeah. Have you been- have you been wearing just pants on the sofa a lot?
4: Yeah, I've sat naked on the sofa. That, oh, that's, um, I mean,
2: obviously, you're going to give a skid mark then. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've never learned my lesson. Also, we, I mean, uh, listeners can't see, but you've got a, which you've I think got, you've got a, a light, a cream, like a cream slash light gray sofa. Oh, yeah, sofa, that's right. Which is absolute madness. I oh, think it shows
4: up really, really badly.
2: Anyone who has uh, a light bedding or a light sofa, I think, is so confident. Yeah.
3: I it's will just like say that just the way you're making me sound, Carl, <laughs> like, oh, is everyone sits on their sofa naked, which I don't no, no, think but, is. But yeah. do you
2: not like? I, I eat food, food on spillage. the sofa. Food I drink spillage. on the sofa. If I had a cream sofa, it would be fucked within a week, guaranteed. Yeah. Also, I'm a never brown, got baby. Brown sofa. So, our baby That's has pissed amazing. on the sofa twice already. Yeah. So yeah. you know, it's you just eat. I'd worry. I, I think I couldn't have a light sofa with my
3: lifestyle. Um, just a quick yeah. question on the skid mark, Trev, yeah. um, what did you do when you found it? Flipped uh, it. I went fuck
4: um, <laughs> and then I, uh, I got a tissue, I, I put it on the hot water tap and I came back and uh, I it was
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> it. It was so
4: gone. I scrubbed it into the sofa or it's disappeared. But, but
2: i think it's disappeared actually
3: okay that's good so there it's you
2: go, go that's the skid, skid mark heaven what's it been like why is it been because it's not been warm there it's winter time isn't it uh, i'm missing london actually why did you not come back well there was um
4: all kinds of ships in the australian governments that didn't advise people to travel and then julie had to wear a mask for 20 hours on the fucking plane yeah. You, know, you can take it off for meals and then the, when you've got the when you when you're eating the virus leaves you alone fucking remark light fucking virus. And I I couldn't stand being in a mask and then when you got back she had a bad chest she had a chest infection you know from wearing the mask you're breathing out your
2: own CO2 and shit. It could also be plain. Chest. I know like people that I know loads of people that get colds when they get off a plane just because of the recycled air constantly for 24 hours, isn't it? That actually yeah, that's quite right. common. It's probably more that than it um, is mask.
3: I actually found out that the uh, air that comes straight onto you is actually one of the best filtration systems. It's like having an N95 mask for filters. If that's hitting you, the worst thing is. Other people yeah. near you, coffee. Yeah. That, that air is good. Put a yeah. tube
2: on it and just put it straight into your mouth. <laughs> just <laughs> that air. Over.
3: So you just like you. As soon as you walk on, you smash the top <laughs> and you bring down one of those masks. <laughs> and you just wear that. Twenty four hours I saw, of
4: this. I, but I thought it was very uncertain as well. I didn't want to land in England and land in a place that's fucking worse than here. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, I, I did want to go back, but I thought I don't want to be worse off. Even though Julie is there and I'd be with her. Uh, by the same token, I didn't want to uh, be at the mercy of that fuckwit Boris Johnson on what he's... Uh... But what's the
2: take? Because obviously Sydney's not... They're not doing it in New South Wales at the minute, but is there any fear of them going down the same route as Victoria, which is just fucking Yeah, crazy? it's always its
4: always there because, you know, they can pull this card any time they like. You know, once, once you submit to it, they go, fuck, we can use this one again for any reason. So uh, as soon as they find an infection... Which means fuck all. No one's dying, right? But there's a few infections around. But um, yeah. so he gives a fuck if there's infections around. If you're not dying, it doesn't fucking matter. Um, and so they can use that as a pretext to shut down all the time.
2: And they could yeah, do yeah. it continually. I mean, if, if it was an infection where your cock fell off, I'd worry about that one. You know, there's, there <laughs> if there's infections where there are, you don't have to just die for it to be.
3: Said it, said it, I said a while back, around. it's one of those diseases where you just like, just saw a guy's bleeding out of his ear. Then we'd all be like taking it way more seriously. But it's just a Well, if, you,
2: if your cock fell off, I wouldn't pick it up. but I'd, uh, Really? I'd I would. If one of your cocks fell off, I would put it in ice and get you to the hospital and help out. I'd help out I'd pick it up with my ha- bare hands. Was, oh, yeah, okay.
4: Yeah. Really? <laughs> I'm
2: a nice guy. And, and I just—I
4: <laughs>
3: was just going to make those images just, here. <laughs>
4: Yeah, the fucking—the the trouble was, I mean, Julie is a very social creature, yeah, and she's uh used to you know going around all London and Oxford Circus, and she's stuck in this this fucking shit hole, which is like uh Kabul or somewhere like that in Afghanistan. And uh, there's no—it's not very friendly here. It's not very friendly at all to women, particularly women. It's not very friendly at all. And she just fucking hated. You're
2: describing it. your flat. <laughs> I thought, like, what
3: are you talking about? There's shit on the sofas. It's, yeah. I'm just okay. being
2: rude to her all the
3: time. <laughs> <laughs> she was confined to yeah, confined <laughs> this Very tough flat. place for a woman to, to be. <laughs> Get me some more well, food. Make, you make
2: your part of Sydney where your flat is sound... I bet it's not as bad as you make out. Yes, like, well, You've you only day, left day. it about
3: four times
4: i tell you what it's like, if it were compared to England, uh, it's probably somewhere, if you get the, the poor areas of Croydon, it's probably something like that.
2: But even, the, I mean, I, yeah, mate, I suppose, but even the, like, you know, I suppose London's changed a lot in the last 20 years, but like, mm-hmm. you know, people talk about gentrification, like Brixton and places that used to be rough, but the Brixton's always had rough, it was always rough, but there was also not good aspects to it. You know, it was still. There's always a positive. You speak only overwhelmingly negative about your area. Yeah. Well, there's no, there's nowhere to go here. There's like, there's no alfresco
4: coffee shops. There's no uh, libraries closed. There's no bookshops. Alfresco uh,
2: coffee shop. Yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's right. a funny thing to want, isn't it? Yeah. So there's uh, nowhere.
4: There's nowhere to go. Nowhere to go. You can so where is? Door.
2: So where's the nearest? How far would the nearest alfresco coffee shop be?
4: All <laughs> library. To- You'd probably have to go to Bankstown, and that's very unpleasant. That's fucking worse than here. That's uh, you're downgrading when you go to Bankstown. That's fucking. Uh,
2: and how far is that away?
4: It's about th- three stops on the train. Okay, right. I have got the Surrenders Mall. That is like nine percent of Bankstown is the mall. Yeah. So what
3: do you? What do you? Would you like? I guess you never leave, but like, why? <laughs> why do you like? If you don't even you don't like your area, would you? Why do you like being in Sydney? <laughs>
4: Yeah, what I mean, when I first moved to Sydney, there's a lot of comedy work here. And I was doing Channel Nine, I was doing the Midday Show, which is like it used to be a famous fucking, like, you know, entertainment show at midday. Hence the name, the midday show <laughs> midday. And I'm um, a <laughs> fucking genius I Early mean, for Early Trev, isn't they, <laughs> they, they would call me on the day. They'd phone me up at nine o'clock and say, Trev, uh, you want to be on today? And I'd I'd be prepared with my act, you know, yeah, I right. put my act into like three minute spots. And then I'd just go in and do it. So here was a great place to be. I'd get television here. and I would giggle all over. called it the breakfast other, show?
2: <laughs> other one? Well, you used to call it the breakfast show because it was at yeah. midday. Yeah, if you're unemployed, it was a breakfast show. That was that day, took, so. This is a sign how tired I am. Uh, it took me that long to work that joke out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a 30-second gap.
3: Appreciate it for me. But
2: platform. you see... So back then it was
4: like a, a real hub for me and, and I wasn't home that much. I was always travelling gigging and I'd come back here for a bit of respite and it was okay, but I was busy. I was doing television and now McCree has died in its arse, you know. Um, even Motaz is getting more fucking gigs than me. And, um, uh, and so now it's got... Uh, it's thanks got, again you know, for the text traction. of all Motaz. Yeah,
2: cheers, Motaz, mate. Thanks for helping him out. It's really kind of you.
4: <laughs> but um, it's, I shouldn't be here really. There's no reason for me to be here. It's only that I'm... I've uh, I'm so insecure when I leave here. This feels like home in a way, but I'm, yeah, I, yeah. Haven't got the, I haven't got the guts to go fuck it and walk out.
2: How and, far uh, is it into town? Like how far would it be to
4: Circular Quay on the train? On the it's tra- uh, so a seven-minute walk to the station, and there's about a 23-minute train journey. Okay, so it's s- only half an central. hour from the
2: centre, you near know, the hub of Sydney.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good location in, in that respect. Yeah. Anyway, apart from the whole
2: yeah. cabal and no alfresco <laughs> coffee vibes. Yeah,
4: that's right. So, but I'm so I should leave. I should go to Adelaide because I like Adelaide better. But yeah, you know, there's no work for me here, and you know, and uh, I get fucking. You know, I'm so I'm so adaptable in, in a way that I can adjust to misery quite quite well, and I just put up with it <laughs> like a, like I put up with a toothache, you know. It's probably yeah. not wise. Is it? It's a wise thing to do is to fuck off.
3: You know?
2: Yeah. Well, he would say, yeah, you should always remove the aspects of your life that cause you misery rather yeah. than just accept them as part of life.
3: Yeah, sell the sell flat, mate. Give me and Carl, you know, a third of each <laughs> of the money. You know, pay forward what was given to you.
4: Yeah. The point is, I've never had many friends in Sydney. I mean, Motaz is only the fourth comedian to be in here in 27 years. He's only the fourth comic to fucking cross Such over to the specific
3: number. In, in yeah, you put not, notch in the bedpost every time a comedian comes in. <laughs> yeah.
4: I'm I just don't like people over here. I mean, Motaz is all right. I'm a little bit uneasy, but he, he's a nice enough, company. But um you know, but so. Um, <laughs> I'm
2: just used Why to can't you just be nice? And, Why can't you be, be nice to, to him? He's a out. Be nice
4: to Motaz. I'm, I'm very territorial. I thought he might fucking. Yeah, yeah, no, you shit, you
3: wipe your own shit on the sofa, <laughs> that's pretty terrible. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so, um, so, would it, would you be like, could we do a look, could you, would you, you know, you must miss Julia. Could you, could you, Yeah. Could you hatch a plan to have 30 meals to eat on the flight so well, that you every know, time they come, you have no mask on?
4: Yeah. Put,
3: if you don't want to wear a mask,
4: it, It's funny you mentioned food and Julia because I, I was in, I'd never prepared a meal. Like in 19 months since I had that fucking stroke, I haven't prepared one meal. And suddenly my head's fucking chef just fucked off, right? And right. so I'm in a position where, <laughs> how do I cook? You know, what yeah, the fuck? Happened? I, I didn't know where to start. And then... Uh, I ro- she said, "Well, roast a potato." I said, "I can't, I, I can't roast a fucking potato." Where
3: do I okay. start? roasting one potato. <laughs> <laughs> Just start easy and work your way up. And after that, mate, microwave a pea.
2: <laughs> i you know what. Today, I'm moving up to two potato. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's a protein source, and then you need you know a, a, a carb of some description. So, I started <laughs> off slowly. Julie left me directions on how to prepare basic food, and then I did prepare. Roast potatoes, and I phoned her up and said, "Fuck, they're really good. I fucking like a major right. accomplishment that I, know, uh, uh, yeah, roasted a fucking potato rather well. Right. And uh, then I chucked some chicken with it, and I thought, no, I can do this. And then last night I made a pasta with uh, chicken mince in it and uh, tomato stuff. It was fucking
3: gr- great. It was really right, good. Here so, we go. Here we go. Uh, you fucking, you're, you're doing it, mate.
4: You don't need yeah, her I'm anymore. A, well, I'm not a totally hopeless cunt. I am capable of. <laughs> Fucking like doing basic stuff and yeah, that might know, be a survival line for the episode.
2: I'm not a hopeless cunt. Uh, yeah, um, that's good though because you've never. Yeah, it's good that there's, that's a positive to come out of sort yeah. of the isolation cooking because I find I use cooking as a as a sort of a tool to like I, f- I find it very relaxing and use it as a. You know when yeah. things are busy, I actually find that break of just cooking something really yeah. focusing and i I really like it so. you're
4: very good at it yeah yeah I mean you're a good vegan cook, you know what I mean And uh, yes yeah. so, because so. you because you're good at it, you get like
2: a satisfaction yeah shouldn't nothing suppose.
4: no satisfaction in it, but I am getting better so I'm sort of you know
2: yeah, but it's, it's also I think thing. there is a it's a mind frame as well people who don't who aren't good at it or don't like it see cooking as a chore where it's the, I'm the opposite I see it as a pleasure yeah.
4: I was too very lazy, I'd just, just sit here. One day Julia said to me, um, she brought me crumpets every morning, a cup of tea. I brought okay. me crumpets, crumpets, Lovely. crumpets. And then one day she, I said, uh, uh, I said, fucking, uh, I wouldn't mind some vita brits. And then she said, well, why didn't you, why didn't you eat them before? I said, because they weren't brought to me. <laughs> so I was giving, I was, um, what I was is eating. Vita, my,
2: what is Vita-Britz? Well, it's like a wheat fix. I vita like Weetabix, bits. Bits. right. she yeah.
4: yeah. said, why didn't you uh, fucking uh, have some, you know, I, I said because they weren't brought to me, you know, I, I'll eat what's brought to me. I couldn't Cereal,
2: famously the yeah. easiest yeah. food to ever uh, yeah, no, yeah,
4: I'm doing it now though, I'm doing
3: uh, uh, vita Brits every day. And...
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> You've you you
3: learned <laughs> you you how to cook vita You've learned how to put something yeah. in a bowl. <laughs> put some, no, and then pour something on it. Of course, my that's ex-wife, had, it, Hattie, she
4: felt she felt that I was very lonely when Julia left. And so she brought me a couple of plants. I've got a couple of indoor plants. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I'm they're glad that's of, how that bit ended. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like they're uh, they're living, they're living matter. I mean, I can't say they're very stimulating to fucking <laughs> have around, but um, they're living matter. So I, I, when I get up in the mornings, I sometimes I say hello to them and yeah. like they're fucking nice. people. It's yeah. good for their... Um, um... That's it's this fact, like, you know, like this carbon sort of, dioxide phase, yeah, exactly. Synthesis. That's why yeah. people
2: speak, like people think talking to plants is weird, but actually, you are you are providing them when you speak with what they need to thrive.
3: Yeah, Maybe. can't. can't no. Really, no, so you're it's, given it's, a they take in
2: carbon true. dioxide, don't they? So it's, it's scientific. Fact yeah. When you yeah, breathe yeah. out, they breathe in, and it, it's a reciprocal thing. So the more house plants you have in your house, the more oxygen they produce. They breathe out,
4: you. I breathe in. That's fucking yeah, don't want to get that mixed up where fucking.
2: I breathe out. You start on. sucking your plants. Yeah, sucking your plants off. <laughs> but I, I accidentally left.
4: <laughs> I actually, you know what I did, I left one of them next to a PowerPoint with that, all that radiation. Oh yeah. And it's, it's become like a big green hand coming out of the soil, like a fucking alien <laughs> hand. And it's quite. If you look at it, it's quite quite fucking frightening. I what think. is it an
2: aloe vera or something?
4: An aloe vera. Then there's another plant called an auntie's. Uh, it's named after it. Was it an auntie or a? I don't know got a name for it. It's like auntie's... Do you mean
3: mother's uh, mother-in-law's tongue? Oh, mother-in-law, is that it? Mother-in-law's tongue, the sort of green uh, pointers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. they... Carl, please to you know, I once killed an aloe vera plant, which is very easy, but now I'm in charge of the plants, and I'm really enjoying... You killed
2: a yucca tree, mate, which is yeah, that's unheard what is. of. They are so yeah, they was, hard was it in my, I, deserts. I was in my twin, yeah, room.
3: Now, yeah. now I'm a bit of a green finger. finger. So I've uh, I've got a few I've got a few that I care for. I've got a nice little one in the corner, like a hanging one that's coming down nice and low. Spider or them. is it something else? No, I forget the name. It's it's quite as one it's quite an easy one to look after. But yeah, started talking to them as well. Lovely. It's nice. I'm. Uh, you know, that looks
4: very nice, Chris. And from here, it
3: looks very. Yeah, it's good. This is another like little one. I got that for my. You've made it into a home, yeah. It's, it's next nice. to the uh Wi-Fi router, which is famously good for plant <laughs> growth. Uh, yeah, I know. You can give it a bit of 4G radiation. Yeah. That, so. uh, there's my dog. Is, have you, I've shown you this one. There's a picture of my dog. I, just, I saw you put this on kernel. Funny. Who gave you that? Our friends Dave yeah. and Emma right here. they got could, there's a website where you just put your dog in in various ridiculous outfits. You could get where's, a dog, Hannah, Trev. where's
4: Hannah at the moment? Is, is uh, Hannah home?
3: She's asleep, Trev, because it's 20 past 12 in the morning. Well, she's in oh, bed oh. anyway. I, I can't vouch for whether she's asleep or not, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, she sends her best. She sends her best. It's quite hard at yeah. times to get them all right. Carl's, haven't, mm-hmm. surprised you haven't heard your baby crying yet or anything. Yeah, in the other right.
2: Room, in the other room, having a sleep. What's it like? like Hannah yeah. is good.
3: You've been oh, yeah. practicing for a baby with Trevor, and they've got a real baby. Yeah, it's yeah. actually much easier having a real baby. <laughs> yeah.
4: Is a baby is a baby okay? You haven't picked up anything where it could be like mentally disturbed or something. Nothing like so that? far.
2: Now. She seems mentally <laughs> right. very sound.
3: That's a great question. Just <laughs> right out of the gate.
2: <laughs> no, she seems um, she seems mentally uh, on the straight hmm. and narrow. Do you ever there. get
3: like? I guess she's not old enough. but I always think like yeah, like my. I'm naturally a bit, a bit, a bit anxious to you are. So, like, I'd be so scared I'm going to kill my baby. My baby would die until I have the baby. And then I'd be scared I'm going to kill my baby as it's growing up. And then I guess and if it started putting blocks, like colored blocks together, I'd be like, let's put three yellows in a row. It's got, you know, you know it's going to have I something
2: weirdly, to I think weirdly, I reckon that, wait, like, mm-hmm. until when the baby comes along, mostly you relax. Like, I think you're more stressed during pregnancy because yeah. you, that's when it feels like more could go wrong. Right. And then the baby yeah, comes yeah, out, yeah, and the, yeah. once the baby's out, if you just you're just you're just in it. So it's far, you're like yeah. you're looking after a baby, and actually you realise very quickly how hardy they are, and you yeah, know they are. But basically, obviously, they're like they're, they're totally reliant on you, but also they are mm. a little human who just wants to thrive. So you realise that they're yeah, they're pretty yeah. Um, hard wearing. You're breastfeeding it, or. or- what, I mean, I'm not, bed. but um, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> Hannah is bed. Hannah is Hannah's breastfeeding exclusively, so the yeah, baby was yeah, right. ten weeks old and has only had breast milk up until now. When do you
3: give it some mashed up peas? What's well, that age? they
2: say between four. You don't want to go uh, no earlier than four months, but normally six months is the is the NHS guideline. So, yeah, we've still got you know almost over three months until. I, what mm. I do now is though, I, whenever I'm eating, I hold a bit under her nose so she gets a little sense of the smell. <laughs> I
3: thought you, mum, I have a little piece mum, of. Mum's uh, <laughs> boob, have a little suck on those. <laughs> my,
4: my mother said, uh, my mum told me that her breast milk was so good when she was in the hospital that she, they were giving it to the other babies. <laughs> like her breast milk was <laughs> demand. Mum is a liar, <laughs> this
3: Is what, yes, what we just is. worked out. Like The other nurses uh, brought a so bucket, we, uh, instead of bucket and a bucket and
4: started milking you. They were milking you and putting it in bottles and then just sharing it around the ward. <laughs> it's, a, it's, the a a it's a weird thing to show off about.
3: It's a weird thing to show off about. Other babies uh, drunk is, my milk.
2: Um, on the very early on, Hannah was breastfeeding, and basically, what happens is, it's a to- it's an amazing thing to watch because when you basically when you Hannah sees. Twyla looking like she's hungry, she starts producing mm. milk, so it actually starts dripping. um Ooh. So when she's feeding from one side, often the other side it starts
3: dripping because it, yeah, you know, oh, it's just the process it's has really begun. It's and like, uh, a cooler, it's like a cooler version of Alexa. You just instead of saying it, you just look, <laughs> and then milk comes out some boobs. <laughs> <laughs> but um I, so Hannah, what well, early on had a little
2: like just a little receptacle underneath her right boobs, mm. collecting some milk, and I thought. I've got to have a I've got to have a go in it. I've got to try oh, that. Gotta try
3: oh, it. So right.
2: it's a little th- I just had a little thimbleful just to see what yeah, you're saying. Yeah. And bear in mind, I, I when I gave up milk and went vegan, I I didn't like milk. I thought it tasted a bit gross. And I've, yeah. you know, it's absolutely delicious. It's the nicest really? milk I've ever tasted. It's it's like imagine it's basically <laughs> you know what it tastes like. It tastes like sweet milk. Like it's got like it feels like it's got like yeah. sweetener in it. It's really bloody delicious. That was the last I've had that I can't I don't want to become an addict and start snucking gonna... on Hannah's boobs. I <laughs> mean, I was worried on were... the other one. I was worried you were
3: worried <laughs> you were going to go. I had one dim no, ball. Definitely... And after that, I was fucking <laughs> chugging the stuff. Literally,
2: Hannah falls sleep and i just dive on it. Um, oh, fuck. Yeah, it's not really stressful. But, um, what you wouldn't, what, what, why wouldn't you try it? Seeing as, you know, you're not, you are. Oh, a just fan a bit. Of so Have you
3: been to, you've been to, you know, you've got, you've got, you've got no real moral. It's not moral, I guess, but you've got... very disgusting read about... You know, you can
4: use semen in, in cooking. You know, there's like a pig will eat semen.
3: Pig <laughs> uh, eat a,
2: semen? Yeah,
4: there's a cookbook. Uh, a bloke brought out a cookbook, sort of cooking with semen. Oh, you know, all these dishes goodness. where you actually um, use uh, semen yeah. as
2: the, uh, maybe the, the main ingredient... <laughs> So definitely, the I definitely think there is a there's a massive difference between breast milk and semen in that one is definitely a foodstuff, the other one
3: is cheer. <laughs> yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, that's Co- right. Cooking with semen sounds yeah. like an Alan Partridge TV suggestion where David Seaman, <laughs> the ex Arsenal <laughs> and England goalkeeper, is is it?
2: Or it's like a Jamie Oliver thing where he goes and teaches the Navy how to cook. yeah. yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> <laughs> These navy well, dicks are not up to scratch.
2: Gordon Ramsay's in there. Oh, fuck this, me. this bloke said he, yeah, he cooked, yeah, he cooked. You call that jizz,
1: yeah,
3: that jizz, big boy. Hey, fuck yeah. me, wow, <laughs> I, I jizz more when I'm crying, yeah. <laughs> but he said he cooked a meal with it, he said
4: he cooked a meal of pasta with his own semen. Oh, god, and then uh, he invited his mother over for a meal. Yeah, come on, her.
2: That's fucking... Fucking! That is. This guy is not. Should not have been given a book <laughs> deal. <laughs> just... This
3: guy should not have been allowed to print his words.
0: <laughs> yeah. I don't want to have a word of his publisher. Um... Uh... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft.
4: She said I should mention uh, cleaning out the garage, which I I decided to clean out the gar- garage anyway, and I had yeah. a lot of stuff in there. And
2: uh, yeah, what did you yeah. find in there? What other what treasures from your past? Mm-hmm. Well,
4: it was like a paper trail of my life for the last uh, thirty five years. Really? Was, yeah. Any, any I mean, good stuff? letters and postcards, and so. What was? I some, went down
3: there. Okay. Huh? You going to tell us anything that was on them, or just?
4: Well, what happened was I went down there to clean it out, and I didn't realise I had so much, and, and I had to go through everything, to, so I didn't throw anything out useful. And then I found letters and postcards and, and uh, Christmas cards from my mum and dad, oh, that's nice. which uh, really upset me. It was very upsetting actually. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I found it. I found it really hard to go go through it because I, I was worried about coming across, you know, things like that, which you know I I, I treasure in a way, but at the same time. Uh, I found it really upsetting to come across them, yeah and uh, you know letters from the mum and you know uh, the, the way they signed signed off and all those little personal things and Julie had to come down and uh, I said I'm finding it really hard to cope with this, you know what I mean so she came down and uh, sort of helped me through it It was quite an emotional it took a couple of days too so yeah yeah I went yeah. down there and uh, I thought it just made me cry a few times That's really, I bet it would a sort of very sad sort of thing and then i uh i put all, all my mum and dad's uh letters and that to one side and then i sent them off to my sister in adelaide because I, yeah i didn't uh yeah I, put, I said put them in the crook archives and so the uh future generations of crooks can, can read them or something <laughs> but eventually i did and I, I cleaned the garage out and i felt very um It's like an experience, it's like an emotional experience. And when you come out the other end, you feel better for it. I don't know, you feel somehow unburdened or,
2: yeah, you know. Well, it's like, have you ever watched um, Hoarders, one of them shows where it's about people that just have got, you know, they've got mental health issues, but they just hoard everything in their life. So every every room in their house is just full of stuff. And like they, they, you know, they're so scared of throwing anything out or getting rid of them. Actually, you see them once it's clear and they suddenly feel yeah, the lack of burden from their past essentially
3: I, i'm not like ocd like trev but i hate mm. untidiness to so the fact that if i'm trying to if i know like even right now i've got some washing that's on a thing in a place in my apartment is there yeah and that's a not like i couldn't i wouldn't be able to concert like it i don't act, i can't actually relax without so when you do clean when you do fully clean out something and it's all like neat and it's yeah. it's very it's very uh, relaxing actually Definitely. in a way
4: I put some things in the bin and then later on I thought, oh, what, you know, uh, what did I put in the bin? I, I, I began to really fret. I, I'd uh, put even, uh, you know, clothing. I, I, I maybe shouldn't have thrown that out. And I went back looking through the rubbish again. Yeah. And like pulling out fucking old pairs of underpants <laughs> and going, oh, maybe you should keep them and then don't fucking know. And um, I, 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 I just thought... Um, I just had to let go. I, just, I, I found it very difficult. I mean, I yeah. kept going down to the bins all the time and circling the fucking bins. And, and <laughs> to go in and, and, um, circling the bins. Yeah. Start a fight on the bins. <laughs> yeah. And then some of the some of the stuff was right at the bottom of the bin, so I could nearly fell in the fucking bin trying to get oh, stuff shit. out again. And then eventually so, uh, I had to say, this is fucked, you know what I mean? I've really got to... Uh, Bread, garbage, shit. I mean, I have underpants and socks on there are bad
3: for like thirty fucking years. Ridiculous. But <laughs> some bloke that won't some kind fr- of emotional attachment. If You're a bloke that won't even hold a door handle for Germans, but you're fucking diving head first into a <laughs> yeah, bin.
2: bin diving for some pants. <laughs>
3: yeah, I
4: know. <laughs> and I. you see
2: You have to the phrase bin diver, That's right? Yeah, have... They're very quite
4: big sized bins that you have to basically dive in like a fucking Charlie Chaplin movie. what's right uh, What a size?
2: Not a wheelie bin size. It's a wheelie bin, but they're very big ones for the whole block of. Uh, flats, oh, it's you know, a full size wheelie bin. Bloody hell! <laughs> yeah. <It's>, um... <laughs> and and then one one <laughs> time I
0: got the wheelie bin mixed
4: up and I I couldn't find my stuff in a wheelie bin because you know there was like twelve or fourteen bins. I, and it was a bit like Jack Lemon in in the days of Wine and Roses. You know when he, uh, do you ever see that movie? And he, oh. he, he hit a, he now al- recovering alcoholic, and he he hit a bottle in his uh, father-in-law's green a greenhouse, and he put it under a pot. And when he came back to get a drink, there was about a million pots there, oh, and he, no. he he looked under each pot, and he couldn't find his bottle. He went totally berserk, and smashed the whole fucking place up. And I felt a, a bit that way with the bins that I there was. a, Bit of my clothing and one of them, but I couldn't fucking find it, and I began fucking panicking a bit, a bit like Jack Lemmon in that fucking movie. And then I thought, <laughs> I've got to end this. This is fucking ridiculous. You know what I mean? What, and, what, uh,
3: was that in Sydney? Yeah,
4: yeah, with, yeah. Was Julia with you? Yeah, Julia's with me. But I'd, I'd sneak down there when she, you know, on my own sometimes, <laughs> and fucking uh, and then ponder whether I should get stuff business. out. Yeah, uh, put do back, a couple put of that. You know what I mean? And
3: then uh, dive into some bins.
4: <laughs> and then when it came, when it came back out on the Tuesdays, uh, the bins had been taken away, and it, uh, it was it was gone anyway. And I felt like a relief, enlightened, and yes. fucking
2: yeah, great. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes the wrong. intervention of it, of it being done out yeah. of your hands could have ended. i imagine
3: yeah. that ended horribly. Trevor could have been in the bin at the wrong time. What happened to Trev? Ended up in a bin <laughs> truck. It's just in a, in a landfill on the other side. Of, wow. like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Found them, found my trainers. <laughs> I did think of that. I, I thought, what do, what do they do? Because I want all my clothing
4: chopped up and recycled. I don't want one of my shirts in a landfill because I'll be thinking about fuck. Where's my shirt? It's in a landfill somewhere. Which would you
2: never? Would you not like? Would you never give it to charity? And like, what, what's your thoughts no, on somebody else wearing your clothes?
4: No, I don't like people. Uh, yeah, somebody wearing my clothes. So uh, why? I, I, I don't know, it's like the clothes are still... I know,
3: I know why, Trev, because if you're walking down the street and you saw someone wearing it, you, you fucking jump on yeah. I I will, it. I need it. I will jump on it. There's my fucking shirt. Give it my back. You know,
4: <laughs> get to that point. Cause I just felt like when my clothes, I'm no longer wearing them, I want them chopped up where they no longer become uh, an issue there. In bits and pieces, or they've been
3: recycled. You treat your clothes like now, most people treat a credit card. you like, you've got to yeah. just shred that. <laughs> I love, I like giving,
2: it's... I like giving clothes to charity shops. I like, I like the thought of them living on after me. Like it's to somebody. No, I, I <laughs> threw a shirt away
4: after a gig about 12 years ago, and uh, it, was, it was quite a good shirt. But I thought I had to get rid of it because it was a very. It was just a bad fucking vibe about that club. I didn't want to wear the shirt. I put it in the bin. And then even now, I go, I wonder what happened to that fucking shirt. It could still be out there
3: somewhere you know, looking for its
4: masters.
3: <laughs> 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 Find it as a shirt. It was like finding Trevor. It's like yeah, a like a dog looking for his master. I've got
4: a Pixar film about that. Looking yeah. for his master. Exactly. It does sound.
3: like You have to funny. let go
4: of this fucking insanity. You drive yourself fucking mad. Definitely. Uh, Julie said, "When I when I talk to her on Skype, I look like I've slid down a wall. You know how this fucking t-shirt bunches <laughs> up. It looks yeah, like yeah. I've slid down the wall. I, I have to <laughs> keep straightening up. I Look. Fucking... What other what, business what have you got what, on your what list? What
3: else is on your list of? Okay.
4: Uh, one was, uh, I went to a hearing aid. Uh, Julia said, um, see, Julia's always saying to me, uh, saying something, and I go, what was that? A what? And I'll say hey a lot. And then she said, you're going fucking deaf. And She didn't swear. She, you know, she just said, you're going deaf forever. You need some help. And uh, and she arranged a hearing test for me at the uh, some hearing place in Punchbowl, which is another shithole in between Bankstown and the next suburb yeah. down. Um, nice. Sounds great. And so uh, I went there, and... Um, they give me a hearing test, and they said for my age, my hearing's not that bad. I've lost about thirty-four percent hearing in each ear. I think right. it's, uh, I've, I've got sixty-five percent in one ear and sixty-four in the
3: other. Uh, so they're they about even. Uh, yeah. Very specific. Okay, I do not know they could be that specific. Yeah. It's just, it's, how do they? I guess they. How do they how test do they, it? How do they know yeah, what just hundred percent was? That's what I mean. Do they whisper just quieter, and then, and when they when you can't hear them, like how do they tell? What they do, they they put you in a booth and they they give you
4: headphones on and then they, uh, first they do the beeping sound, beep, beep, beep. Oh, yeah, oh, what's yeah. happened? Oh.
3: That was fucking weird.
4: There.
3: Just,
4: oh, there you are. And they, th- and they get uh, ever decreasing tonal, you know, like to turn the volume down and you give, do that when you can't hear it, you don't know, put your thumb up or your hand Right. Up. And then they do different sounds, different tones and then okay. they have a word test uh, where they, uh, you know, and, and you know, all types of words, different emphasis on, on certain words. And you, if you hear it or if you can hear them, you repeat that they, 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 that's the word, then you have to repeat it. Right. And they, okay, you got, got eight out of 10, right? Yeah. Um, like China, and, so, and Chinese whispers with some strangers. Well, well, over a period of, uh, and some of the words are very similar. So at the end of the test, they more or less know where your weakness is uh, in, in regard to certain words or certain tones yeah. or whatever.
2: Can I just check, were they were the people doing the test Chinese? Because that would be quite fun. If they eh? were, were the people what? Are, because it sounds like you were playing Chinese whispers. What what was the um, culture of the people doing the test?
4: Well, you know, you come out and, and they said, what, "What do you think?"
2: And, uh, and then I, uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. worry about the question, um, you just lost. You just failed my hearing test. <laughs> I just gave. Yeah. you... <laughs>
3: Trev's like, I, I did enjoy yeah. that question. I'll just <laughs> tell you what I want to tell you, mate. Tell babysitting man. Trevor, not babysitting Carl, right? um, um What else is on the list before I go to bed, Trev? You what? <laughs> oh, yeah, you're I, I right, on. <laughs> um, what else is on your list of, of, of topics before I go to sleep? Uh, okay, all right. Yeah, you look very tired, actually. No, That's Trev, sad. what... <laughs> Trev, what? Put your fucking hearing aids in, your deaf bastards. What's on the <laughs> what? What's on the list? Of, what else is on your list? Oh, on that well, white my list! list. Oh, fuck it.
4: You know. Ever since we <laughs> mentioned hearing, we're fucking hearing deteriorated. It's gone down to sixty one percent. No, it's hearing all right before. Then we get in the fucking hearing aids, and suddenly go deaf. Uh, oh, the fetish club. Yeah, the fetish club sent me an email. that said they've closed. That's fucking oh. tragic. That's what shame, for good?
2: Yeah. They've closed forever.
4: It looks like it's for good. The social distancing fucks up all. It is hard behavior, to piss like. on someone <laughs> from that far away. I suppose. Well, yeah, no. yeah I
2: you know. Yeah, yeah. So. But depends. Well, oh, it depends how much. How you know? Once you get older, you, 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 you the uh, the power well, of the stream okay. dies off a bit. That's <laughs> right.
4: You have to hold a piss one point mean... five meters. <laughs> yeah, but I thought. um but I thought, well, that's a pretty sad day for all the perverts out there. And I, I sent them a, an email saying I enjoyed their nights and that I'd uh, really <laughs> miss their company. And, you
3: know, what am I going to be at,
2: fucking, what You say? You have a coffee one yeah, day. Can I just that. say,
3: can I say related to that, Trev? Um, someone I know out here, um, our neighbour, she's a single lady. She met a guy on, a, on an app who came over to hers and uh, was kind of talking about stuff and he's like, he's into pleasure in women. He's very relaxed sexually. He owns a sex club, which has had to shut down for the time being due to COVID. And he runs it with his uncle.
2: Oh, Um,
3: yeah. And I was like, (laughs) and then I found out the thing and I looked it up and I was like, Looking at the reviews, people are very nice for these reviews. They're like, they go, it's one of the cleanest ones I've ever been to. You can tell that you can tell they clean a the hot tub at least once a day. It's like, uh. who the fuck is how, who's bringing their fucking, their fucking their little test
2: tube?
3: <laughs> <laughs> how much gin is
1: it? That's the pH level <laughs> and the chlorine. There's hardly enough I mean, to cook with in
4: here. Um, I mean, But that's what, the, I mean, people have been very creative now with the coronavirus and the, the, people always get around things, don't they? And they get around coronavirus very cleverly in some ways, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, uh, the new thing with like Skype stuff or you could be, you could have dogging, couldn't you? You could have a dogging service where, you know, you spend you know, 1.5 metres away and that that worked quite well, actually.
2: Well, I've think. seen photos of all the, the driving gigs in the UK and they look like just mass dogging events essentially, don't they? Those yeah. are cars in a car park. Honking their horns.
3: <laughs> Is that what they do when you dog? You honk your horn.
2: I've never I'm been to dogs. <laughs> I, just, I don't
3: know whether you want to keep a low or a high price. I guess it depends. What, depends. Yeah. How crowded uh and yeah. a field, year. we should all go to a dogging
4: one. You want to go to a, when I'm back in England, I'll come back next year. We'll go to a dogging and dogging night one night. Uh,
3: perfect reunion, yeah. Yeah. Chris. You can fly back for it. <laughs> Book your flights. We're going dogging, lads. Imagine that. Donald Trump like, closes the border. I can't what, get. why did he leave?
2: Dogging, though, no, where before we wrap up, just I don't know. Uh, dogging, I understand, is people having sex in cars while other people watch. So you're talking about yeah, that, that's right, yeah. You want us to be yeah, the yeah. viewers. We'll be around yes. the car, yeah, having yeah. a watch and a chat. Yeah, a yeah. The, Is there any pressure uh, to masturbate?
4: You can masturbate, or sometimes uh, someone comes out of a car and you get like you know pretty hot action. Apparently.
2: Oh right, okay. You come out of oh.
3: the car. So, but it's up to you. I mean, you don't have to. You know, it's like match. a three D movie to come out and come. Oh, they come towards me. I <laughs> tip <laughs> my goggles off. <laughs> Get back in the fucking car. You weirdo. Yeah.
4: But uh, <laughs> I thought it might be interesting because I've never been to a dogging night. And I thought it, it sounds like a cultural experience. I've,
2: and I've, um, um, I'll keep my, my ear to the school. ground to see if there's any local dogging <laughs> yeah, yeah, going keep on.
3: Lockdown, <laughs> in secret, secret it, doesn't like Wils- it doesn't feel like a wills it doesn't feel like a wills not thing it feels more like the countryside
2: thing. it does feel a bit yeah definitely the outskirts you know where it would be some them sort of weird satellite towns like red hill and places like that yes the yeah. little edges yeah. edges of london man that's red where the dogs mate. are yeah yeah, yeah that's right yeah Sussex. i just see one
4: advertised i think um in, in croydon which is on on the outer boundaries of london isn't
2: it yeah yes. very croydon. it wouldn't be yeah. in the city center though it's a very busy built-up area or is it, yeah, yeah on the, the edges, uh, sort of Yeah, maybe. on the edges of it. Yeah. I'd
4: like to give that a fucking go before I die. All right.
2: <laughs> cool. Yeah, put it on a list, mate.
3: All right, guys. That was Trevor. That was Carl. This was Babysitting Trevor, the pandemic edition. Uh, Trevor, as always, uh, amused us and has kept me sane during this troubling time. Uh, if you enjoyed it, Just keep, we'll put up another one at a mystery time because they're fun to do.
2: Yeah, stay safe. Stay safe. Babysitting Trevor is a Dot 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 production hosted by Carl Donnelly, Chris Martin and Trevor Crook and is produced by Joel Porter.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.